Son, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm dead. Sorry for dying. But all the information you'll need for life is right here on this show. My friends Sean and Scott are here. We're going to talk about everything from girls, history, money, power tools. We'll even talk about how to check your testicles for lumps. You'll be fine. It'll be just like having a dad. Just pretend that I went out for smokes. Just one person's opinion, Anthony. What, football again? He's not going to get hurt. He's a tough kid. Oh, Jesus. We're having a discussion about Christopher Columbus. They would make fine servants. With 50 men, we could subjugate them. Subjugate? And make them do whatever we want. That doesn't sound like a slave trader to you? George Washington had slaves, the father of our country. Well, what's your point? His history teacher, Mr. Cushman, is teaching your son that if Columbus was alive today, he would go on trial for crimes against humanity like Milosevic and, you know, Europe. Your teacher said that. It's not just my teacher, it's the truth. It's in my history book. So you finally read a book and it's bullshit. Tony. <laughs> Look, you had to walk in Columbus's shoes to see what he went through. People thought the world was flat for crying out loud. Then he left on an island with a bunch of naked savages on it. I mean, that took a lot of guts. You remember when we went to Florida, the heat, and those bugs? Well, like it took guts to murder people and put them in chains. He was a victim of his time. Uh, who cares? It's what he did. He discovered America is what he did. He was a brave Italian explorer. And in this house, Christopher Columbus is a hero. End of story. That was uh, Tony's friend of the show, Tony Soprano, uh, sharing some of his thoughts about Columbus Day. And it's also, it's October, so it's Italian-American Heritage Month, right, boys? That's correct, yes. Yeah. Which I didn't even know that. Nobody, I didn't get the fucking memo. <laughs> I, I thought you just even, got the day. Yeah. I didn't even get the memo to celebrate my own heritage. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even celebrate Italian-American Heritage Month. <laughs> no one even told me. Um, yeah. Jeffrey Joseph, a friend of ours, he was on a Sopranos episode, and he said that, like, he was on the, 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 ep, the wedding episode, and he said that, like, between takes and everything, like he he said, all the older Italian guys was, would sit around and tell stories, and they'd be like, they'd be like, yeah, they would never be an Italian president. They put a bullet in his head, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, well, this is the stuff that we talk about. <laughs> it's funny. They'd put a bullet in his head, <laughs> which is uh, which is kind of true. I, I remember I didn't learn how to ride a bike until I was like nine years old, which is late for a kid. It's like kind of. Uh, yeah, it's like your whole, most of your childhood. It's most of your childhood. Yeah, most you get a childhood. license. Because <laughs> <laughs> when do kids learn how to ride bikes? When they're like six, five, five, six. Si five, five seems young, but I, I guess around five. A two wheel, you ride a two wheeler at five. Sure, because you're on the four wheeler at four. Well, not the, but you got training wheels at four. You're definitely sitting on a bike. You get training wheels at four. Yeah, I never really had training wheels, but. Uh, yeah, so I didn't learn how to ride a bike till I was nine. My dad is like a big 
bike. He's like a spandex bike guy. He like goes on long rides. He wears spandex. He wears the tight shirts and he goes on long rides with his friends, you know, and uh, just never taught me how to ride a bike, which I always thought was kind of weird. My grandmother taught me when I was nine. And I remember we went on this. Did you have safety town in your uh, in your school? Behind the library, there was like a thing called safety town where you would it was like a fake town and you would like ride your bike around. And it was like a mural that people would, and it was next to the police station. So we went on a field trip to the to the police station, to safety town. And I remember a couple nights before the trip, my mom had to go to, she went to the school to tell my second grade teacher, Mrs. Bruno, that I couldn't ride it. She's like, just so you know, Michael can't ride. I was the only kid in class that couldn't ride a bike. So she like gave Mrs. Bruno a heads up, like, you know, Mike's a fucking retard. Mike's a my so my son's a pussy and a, and a retard just to let you know. It's funny because the pa- the teacher was judging your mom, not you. That's what teachers do. Yeah, yeah. The teacher definitely thought your mom was. She she told all the other teachers you were being abused because you never learned that right. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so she so my mom was like, I, I remember my mom being like, I went to school and I told Mrs. Bruno that you can't ride a bike, so it's going to be fine. The, the trip's going to be fine. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I guess. Yeah, we'll figure. You know, we'll figure that out. And then I remember like the day of the trip, I make up this elaborate lie that I said. I told everybody that I was like, I ran into a fire hydrant the night before. I was like playing and I ran to, a, <laughs> I ran shin first into a fire hydrant. And I was like limping. I was like pretending to like grab my leg like I was injured, you know? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I just ran into a fire hydrant. So I, I don't think I can ride a bike today because nobody told me like, hey, this is going to be the deal, you know? My buddy, so my buddy got his ear bit by a dog and it had to be glued back, right? A little yeah, bit. Uh-huh. and Bit off? Yeah, when we were like you're nine, when we were not, you know, yeah. same, same age, you learned how to ride a bike. Yeah, and your mom said that, and um, to the to the teacher. Well, uh, so me and him are wrestling after he gets glued, and I mm-hmm. rip it open again, right? And yeah. then I have to go home early from playing with him. And my mom's like, "Why did you come home early?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, John ripped his ear open again." And mm-hmm. she said, "How?" And I didn't want to get in trouble, mm-hmm. so I said, "Oh, his dad was putting on his pants." Uh-huh. And started tripping backwards and uh-huh. bumped into him, and then he hit his face on uh-huh. the side of like the corner of the uh-huh. wall, the uh-huh. door. Uh-huh. And uh, she was like, "Why? Why was he putting on his pants in front of yeah. you guys?" <laughs> you said the dad was putting on his own pants. Yeah, I was trying to think of like how could he have gotten mm. hurt, and then for some reason, you just my imagine, brain like, as Leslie, a nine-year-old, yeah, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, I was thinking of like an all dad, dad, yeah, like someone trying to put their uh, shoes on and they fall yeah. backwards. So yeah. I, I was like, he pull, he was trying to pull his pants up, and the force and he of fell the dad. backwards and it hit him. And he was like, why was he putting his pants on? In front you, of you? you just have to keep de- was, you have to keep going with. It. He's like, he raped us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, as long as you didn't rip the kid's ear off, Scott, uh, I guess that's fine. I guess I'll call his mother and let him know. But yeah, I had this like elaborate lie going the whole day. And, I, and then and then at one point, like, so there's a cop like briefing us on what to do and say, because you like ride the bikes that they have. And then the cop goes like, oh, yeah. And also, you know, if anybody uh, if anybody doesn't know how to ride a bike and you need training wheels, you know, let me know and uh, just give me a heads up. And then uh, my teacher, for some reason, goes like, oh, yeah, Michael Racine. So, so like... Not that anybody really cared or remembered, but my spot had been blown up. It's like, oh, you're lying about the fire hydrant, and you di- and and you can't ride a bike, <laughs> and you have a spandex dad who rides a fucking bike every Saturday, and my mom would always be like, "Can you? Why don't you get your boys out and ride bikes with your boys?" Yeah. How and my dad, gay of your dad? He took 
bicycles too seriously. Yeah. That he was like, the boys are going to slow me down. I, I think that's I like what he to thought. Bike like a professional I think that's loser. What he th- <laughs> I think that's what he thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But that Sopranos no. clip, Tony says, he says, uh, people thought that the world was flat then, and that wasn't true. Everybody Not knew true, at that no. time that it was a... But the writers know that. They're, sure. they're winking true. at... Oh, do you think so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they okay, they yeah, do that yeah, a lot true. in The Sopranos. Yes. Made fun of Italians without... <laughs> all Italians. And, and Italians were like, this is awesome. <laughs> this show is awesome. Hey, Tony really took it to uh, the people who don't believe in Columbus uh, and what he did, right, last yeah. night? Yeah. <laughs> they went down, they hit those Indians with baseball bats. You got you, you to gotta watch the show, Jerry. It's, I'll tell you, it's amazing. Like, I know you've, you've shared it online before, but that YouTube video, uh, Tony Soprano owns liberals, yeah. shows the value of hardworking Italians. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah, one yeah. of the funniest <laughs> things. Tony Soprano. <laughs> Of owns liberals <laughs> like there was some liberal guy outside his outside his chevy suburban like all right good game tony <laughs> you're right i used to watch a lot of like uh uh archie bunker clips and there's mm-hmm. a lot of that you know mm-hmm. archie bunker owns archie bunker owns you yeah know, uh anti-gun <laughs> you know people who want gun control right right <laughs> and the whole point of the show is that archie bunker is an idiot yeah exactly yeah but I yeah. guess that's... Uh, it's like, like he a owns good... the British, and then it's like, the English is a fag country. <laughs> that's literally what he says. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a good show. Yeah, good for, the, good for them. But anyway, so then I always had this, like, I, I didn't understand why my dad, like, didn't... And then, because my grandmother was the one who taught me how to ride a bike. She came over. My grandma's, like, a, a bitch. And she came over, and she was like, you're learning how to ride a bike today. She just decided that she was going to do it. And it took me maybe three or four days... Mm-hmm. to learn how to ride a bike um and then my dad was like oh i wanted to teach him but i was always like why didn't you you know why didn't you do that but what i found out was my dad was actually he was uh he was putting on spandex and he was going to the park to have anonymous gay sex <laughs> with, with other men <laughs> so that's why he never taught me how to because he couldn't he could barely ride a bike he was protecting you from his addiction <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's like, he puts in all the spandex, but he has like training wheels. He's just going directly yeah. to the bathrooms at the park. <laughs> no, I wish that was a story, but I just have a shitty dad. Because <laughs> I don't know you. I, I I think about the first time I take my kid to like lift weights or whatever it is that I'm I'm into that we can watch a movie together or you know like showing him a Mel Brooks movie like all the stuff that I'm into. So I don't know why. My dad didn't uh, want to do that with us. He ever take you anywhere? Like out to dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere we go to like a Chinese buffet, which any, is which any is ball great. games, anything like that. We went to like a couple, yeah, a couple. Well, he had box seats for his job, so we would go to like New Jersey Nets games, and we would, and then <laughs> I would just eat all the. There'd be like a buffet, and I would just like pig out on the, and so the, like the third or fourth time we went he was like all right you guys are gonna watch the basketball game right you're not just gonna eat the food you're not just gonna shove your and he's got like clients there and i'm just like his little fat pussy kid like dad you gotta try these coconut shrimp i'm just some fat kid not watching the game <laughs> So, yeah, I guess I can't blame my dad for, you know, not Were your liking parents me. big on promoting Columbus since you're uh, Italian? No, no, we didn't do any Columbus stuff. I don't think anybody does Columbus stuff, right? You just... Yeah. Well, it's like, well, I mean, you know, they do have uh, in Little Italy and such. Um, I don't know how it is in New Jersey. 
But that's, uh, you know, I was curious to talk about Columbus Day on this episode because it is yeah. a federal holiday. Yeah. And it is like, you know, now they, as Mike mentioned, they have Italian Heritage Month. Now, what I don't understand is they're trying to change Columbus to Indigenous People's Day. Right. Can Indigenous people just fuck off for a little bit? Can they cool it and just keep, let us keep the day? <laughs> don't make it, don't, don't make it, Colum- I, I, like, yeah, get rid of Columbus Day. But don't take our holiday. What the fuck are you doing? You want to make a bunch of Italians mad? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I think it's exactly what you would want no, it as seems an Italian, like, is to have no, to share a holiday with someone and well, then enjoy complaining about it with each other on your holiday. Well, I just think the story... Right, that's a good point. <laughs> but I think the story of America is like, it's just like uh, the ruling class makes everybody fight each other. Right. So it's just more infighting. They're, they go, oh, actually, no, and now that, that you know the people who are in charge are white liberal women... They're going to be like, how about we make it Indigenous People's Day? And then, and then, but they know what it's going to do. It's going to make the Italians and the Native Americans fight. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like something, you know, I, I tried to find like a NGO connection, you know, um, to tell all this kind of stuff. But it, I, there was an article in The Hill just this week. It's got NGO is non-governmental organization. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, you know, you look at all these kind of essentially pointless cultural battlegrounds where it's like we're arguing about uh, this federal holiday, whether it's Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day, and like all the Republicans in Congress are tweeting out, you know, save Columbus Day, and all Mm -hmm. the Democrats are tweeting out about uh, Indigenous Peoples Day, and President Biden became the first U.S. president to essentially, like, he's splitting the baby now, where he has a proclamation for Columbus Day, but Mm -hmm. also one for Indigenous Peoples Day. Mm -hmm. And... um, I mean, it's it's a it's a curious question because I think the obvious solution would be just to add another day, but they don't want to give us another day off. Another day off, yeah. So it's like, well, let's just have people fight about it and then you know distract them from economic issues, right? So where can Italians and Indigenous people? Where can we meet in the middle to get a holiday? That's a good is question. There, is there anybody that we both like? The Rock. Who do uh, we both like? Yeah, you both want to claim them, and none of you can. Yeah, just name the holiday after the Italian guy that played all the Indians in uh, the in the John Wayne movies. Yeah, his name was like Dino something. <laughs> <laughs> just name it after They're him. Like Dino is the perfect name. It's Italian, but also the name uh, of could the, be a dinosaur. the dinosaur, <laughs> which is kind of native if you think about it. Yeah, the natives are closest to the dinosaurs in terms of the way my brain yeah, connects yeah. history. <laughs> yeah, that is a funny name for a man to have. Dino, yeah. you know that comic Dino, right? D- yeah, yeah, there's a comic Dino. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, good, Scott. Good contribution, Scott. <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. Shout out. Thanks a lot, Dino. You fucking derailed our show. You fucking wop piece of shit, scumbag. Thanks a lot, Scott. Scott's thinking about you because he's gay for you. But wait, so Mike, when you were like growing up, though, like. Columbus Day was a holiday. You would get it off school, but your parents would never do anything. You never really noticed it. No, nah, we like went to the diner, had breakfast. Okay, my dad would take us to the to out for breakfast. That was fun. They don't do like an Italian parade and in, not yeah. in Jersey. Not yeah. no, not where we were from. I mean, yeah, I never really had any like connection to it. Really, yeah. Columbus just seemed like something you learn in school, right? You know. Well, and so it's interesting because, like, you know, I want to just kind of give the nutshell history of, like, the holiday, but also the man Columbus. Yeah. But just for the holiday, like, in terms of what happened, it was... Because I heard something interesting. I think it was on TikTok, but they said, like, it was like, oh, you can't judge someone by today's standards. But, like, so, and then somebody said when the when the Spanish monarchy found out what Columbus was doing, they, like, dragged him back in chains and stripped yeah, him Yeah, him and his, his brother were... Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But then, and it, that's also funny, but like people also say that was a t- anti Italian discrimination. Right. Like, I, I think he was probably guilty of like, uh, yeah, you know, I have some stuff here about some of the stuff he was accused of. Well, we can't even trade slaves. <laughs> <laughs> but he was an Italian hired by the Spanish crown. Mm-hmm. So some people think, oh, the Spanish, they saw that he got this rich land to exploit and they were like, let's oh. get this fucking guinea out of here oh, okay. and put some. You know, some Dagos or some <laughs> Spanish Dagos in. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I think he was, obvi- or I think he was That's guilty. That's funny. You didn't have a slur ready, locked and loaded <laughs> for Spanish people. I wonder why that is. Um, but, yeah, so, like, just the history of the Columbus Day holiday itself is interesting because it was, it, uh, it, the, it, after the American Revolution, the, the new Americans needed non-British heroes. Mm-hmm. So Columbus was kind of selected because he was Italian. He wasn't British. Mm-hmm. And so in you know, they started naming streets after Columbus mm-hmm. and like in seventeen ninety two in New York they had like the first like Columbus Day celebration. But it didn't uh it wasn't until the late eighteen eighties when all the immigrants from Italy came mm-hmm. and they faced, you know, discrimination, uh, you know, similar to the Irish and all that, mm-hmm. uh, because they were Catholic and such. So they, you know, uh, they kind of rallied around Columbus, who was this existing kind of hero in American tradition, but was also Italian. And that's where the Knights of Columbus were started. And that's where, like, um, the particularly in New York, the Italian immigrants became a very strong lobby group for eventually getting uh, Franklin Roosevelt to proclaim a Columbus Day holiday. But then it wasn't until... Um, uh, LBJ and then Nixon that it actually became an actual federal holiday where you have to get the day off and all that if mm. uh, if you work for the federal government or you know a, cor- a corporation that gives you days off ever yeah the dude yeah. who wrote Sleepy Hollow wrote the uh, autobiography Washington Irving or Irvine whatever mm. he wrote like the first English uh, autobiography of Columbus and just made he just was you know. He discovered America. It was just he's a good guy because, like he was saying, America needed heroes at that mm-hmm. time, especially diverse ones. Yeah, <laughs> like Italians needed their guy. Yeah, and then I guess yeah, in the early 1900s, right? There were people in like newspapers being like, "Hey, Columbus, the, he's an Italian, and we need a holiday." And this is mm-hmm. all you know, a, an Italian, an Italian discovered America. Yeah, and then you go, "Oh, I guess we should accept Italians because one of you discovered here." Right, it's all not true. And America's named after an, an, an Italian guy. Yeah, well, that's... Marigo Vespucci. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, yeah, I find it interesting that it's like, well, there's this other Italian guy who discovered the continent and, you know, didn't do any mass rape or uh, what they allege. One of the crimes that Columbus was accused... Because, like, what, they, what Columbus got in trouble for was mainly crimes against other Spanish colonists. Hmm. So they accused him of uh, him and his brothers. Uh, his brothers made a woman walk naked through the town and then cut her tongue out because she talked shit about him. Uh huh. Um, and there's just like a bunch of other accusations, like they like she uh, was a, a Spanish, uh, yeah, Spanish colonist. Co- colonist, yeah, or like uh, they like cut off some guy's ears and nose and sold him into slavery. Mm-hmm. Like you know, those were like the allegations that the Spanish crown jailed him for, basically. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, there. You know, I, I guess one of the biggest claims is because he wrote a journal. Mm-hmm. He said like, "There's you could just read his journal entries and just talk right. about how the guys were really big on picking up like nine or ten year olds to have sex with." Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, shit like that. So what? So like, because Columbus old, he writes in his journal, "I'm I'm getting really into older women, ten, eleven. <laughs> yeah, 
Jeez. Yeah, they were like, if, if you said a single bad thing about him, he would just have you killed in front of everybody, you know? Uh-huh. And yeah. then you go like, well, how could natives say a bad thing about him? Right. They don't yeah. know. They would just go, Ooh. Yeah, they go, huh? Ooh, oh. <laughs> 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 Yeah. But it was, that's weird because Columbus, like, in elementary school and everything, he just seems so innocent. It just seems like such a, like, oh, he, you know, oh, he, it, there's, there's the poem about him. Yeah. Well, he showed up. Uh, Nina Pinta Santa Maria. Those That's are the right. ships. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. You learned that in first grade. Yeah. 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 And then that Rage Against the Machine song really makes mm. you remember it in high school. Mm-hmm. What was it? What, how does that I go? I am the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Maria, the Nusa, and the rapist. You don't know that song? The field. Yeah, I know the song. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the lyrics. Though. Just like list all the bad things. You know? Oh, okay. The I would always of orange. The priests of Hiroshima. Hmm. The cost of my yeah, desire. like we get it, buddy. You fucking read. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, you read the headlines my... of a bunch of yeah, articles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, shit. No, but they showed up with yeah, but... three ships. They found a bunch of shit, but they didn't have enough gold, right? Because these people didn't have gold. He thought he was going to India, right. and he's right. like, "Yo, I'm gonna get gold," because they were going to India by going under Africa, right? I think they were trying to sail. Were they trying to sail straight to India? They were trying to sail. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they were trying to like basically get there quick because he thought mm. columbus thought the earth was shaped like a pear mm. so i guess you like you, there was a time where it's just everybody had their take on what the earth was shaped like right, you right, know right, right. and his idea was pear uh-huh. uh and because of that he thought that where where they were spain and where he thought india would be it he thought it was only going to take like a couple days i think or something like that yeah a few weeks I think. yeah a few mm. weeks yeah, that's very good, uh, Scott. But can you find Spain on a map? <laughs> Again, if we bring I sleep a map out, <laughs> <laughs> and because they write Spain on maps now. <laughs> yeah, but it was like uh, Constantinople fell uh, to the Turks, so they're uh, they're or the Ottomans. So the usual route to get spices from like India was shut off. So he thought he'd make a bunch of money mm. going directly across the Atlantic to India, but he. Ends up after about a three-month journey in the contemporary Bahamas. Uh-huh. And um, the story is like, the fir- you know, sometimes they talk about like peaceful contact with the natives. His, he made four trips. His first trip was like almost entirely peaceful. Like mm-hmm. he had peaceful exchanges. But the, the story as to what happened there is that he goes back to Spain and he leaves 39 of his men in a fort. And uh, then he comes back a year later and he finds out the fort's been burned and all the men have been killed. And that's because... They were raping local women. Mm-hmm. So the natives, you know, they were like, they thought these people were gods. Mm-hmm. Uh, these, you know, it was their first time seeing like white men and they came on ships and they had cannons and all that. Right. But they, the natives determined that gods would not rape local women and behave that way. Mm-hmm. So they burned the fort down and killed was them. Was any native was like, well, what if, can I just say? <laughs> <laughs> you notice these gods all have hey, much all smaller right. dicks than us? <laughs> <laughs> you think that's kind of odd? <laughs> you think a god would have like a huge, you think he'd be like mostly be cock? Like he'd be like a cock and then a tiny person? <laughs> Like a tiny body and then a human-sized cock. That's what I think when I picture And they're all God. like, that's definitely what God is. And they kill them because they have tiny dicks. 
But please, you do the other guy's like, let me see your dick before they. Uh, and Columbus always had like the thing where he's like, hey, look, I'm not, I'm not gonna kill anyone on the next place we go to, so long as their dicks are smaller than ours. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets there, he's like, son of a bitch, line them up. Just couldn't find anybody with smaller dicks. Yeah. The, na- the natives are like, why do the gods have gluten allergies? <laughs> yeah, look, I know we're all in agreement that the gods shouldn't be raping our, our wives. Well, then they sent but- them back with like a shit ton of ships, right? And they were like, go get that gold, because he didn't come back with a lot of gold, because they didn't have a lot of that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, did they have any? Yeah, they did have some, right? They had like gold. Uh, okay. Some of them jewelry. had gold earrings. Who jewelry, had all the yeah. gold? Like the Aztecs and the Incas? I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Farther yeah. in. Though huh. it is like, I listened to some like 10 minute YouTube history of this, and they mm-hmm. said there was like one of the native chiefs like voted against raiding the fort. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was like, no, they're, they're still gods. <laughs> yeah. You know. Let's not make the gods angry. <laughs> Look, guys, what if we, and I'm just kind of thinking out loud here. This might sound crazy. What if we just let them keep raping our, our women? We don't want to piss them off. And yet, like, it's not, you know, when you're a kid and they're like, uh, Columbus discovered America, and you just picture him just hitting the side of Jersey or something. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But it's not that at all. Yeah, we're in any land, like the Caribbean. Yeah, Caribbean, somewhere. yeah. Bahamas, contemporary yeah. Bahamas. Yeah. Okay. And Dominican then he, Republic. And then, like, in subsequent trips, he went to Haiti, Cuba... Yeah. Um, Venezuela, you know. Okay. When do you call well, it the Caribbean and the Caribbean? Is it Caribbean just when it's pirates? <laughs> this is a real question. Yeah, Car- I, I think so. Scott. I think rule should be Caribbean <laughs> is like vacation. Uh-huh. Caribbean is when guy shit is happening. History. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Columbus went to the Caribbean, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then his he's uh, a caribbean his core ancestors you know went to kermit, the caribbean that kermit the frog video he's like he's a caribbean <laughs> amphibian <laughs> yeah that's fun yeah, yeah that's right. so the caribbean is like history yeah i think so right and pirates but yeah and johnny depp being journey a, turning to the into caribbean. a skull he didn't yeah he johnny didn't. depp turning into a skull yes yeah, so you don't journey to the caribbean you vacation to the caribbean you journey to the caribbean no you just said you journey you, caribbean is vacation and Caribbean is history (laughs) 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 All right. anyway but I mean you know it is well it is interesting where it's like okay so he comes back after the second trip Mm -hmm. and he sees the fort has been um, you know burned down and all 39 of his men have been killed so of course he goes on the war path and enslaves and kills everybody um, so it is an interesting... And he had, like, a pretty big crew of people with him? At that point, he had, like, 17 ships on the second... Yeah, I think it was, like, okay. 1,200 men. Yeah. Okay. He had a big on army. On the comeback. Yeah, yeah, on the second one. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, you can tell from... Like, we gotta get these savages! And one guy was like, okay, but um, what if what if they were raping the, the native <laughs> women, though? Did you think about that? <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up! Yeah. I mean, it is unfortunate <laughs> the Americas were discovered by the most rapey of all Europeans... Just yeah, the Spanish. The Spanish, yeah. yeah. Right. It's like all they know how to do is murder bulls and grope tourists in Barcelona. And we, <laughs> we they were the first white men ever to encounter the natives. Right. They actually taught the natives how to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone raped and pillaged, right? That's the terrible thing. W- were there like travels that ended well back in the day? Like when you said. I am like a, a journeyman. Like, I want to go to another country. Did people, or I want to travel. Did the people agreeing know, oh, eventually a bunch of people are going to be killed because you're doing this? 
It seems like you kind of suss it out. I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> suss it out. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like going on a date. And you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta like, feel the vibes <laughs> yeah. of where you go. Uh, huh. Uh-huh. These are like a killable, yeah, yeah. chill enough, yeah. could make let me snap their next type of people. Right. Uh-huh. You do the leg trick. You're like trying to put your leg next to her and see if she's like into <laughs> it. No. Um, I mean, it's like... It is something I was thinking about where, let's say those 39 Spanish hadn't, like, raped and killed natives mm-hmm. if peaceable cooperation would have been possible. Mm-hmm. And it's probably not because of, as Scott was mentioning, what Columbus was writing in his journals earlier right. about how it would be pretty easy to subjugate and enslave these people. And it's just, you see that again and again. Oh, that was A.J. Soprano, actually, that brought that up. Yeah, uh, yeah but he was... <laughs> that wasn't... You're confusing Scott with A.J. Soprano again. <laughs> um... But yeah, the uh, I can actually read. I think what he was reading. I have the quote. If you want me to read it. Oh yeah. He said they have no arms. He's talking mm-hmm. about their physique, though. Not like they're not limbless. Mm-hmm. Do they even lift? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's such a fucking uh, guinea like bro. A, yeah. Yeah. He said uh, they have no arms and are without warlike instincts. They all go naked and are so timid that that a thousand would not stand before three of our men. Hmm. So that they are good to be ordered about to work and sew and do all that may be necessary and to build towns and they should be taught to go about cloth and to adopt our customs. Yeah. Yeah. But it is something where throughout human history, when let's say a stronger peoples discover a weaker peoples, they tend to enslave and conquer and murder and subjugate them. Mm-hmm. And has a weaker people ever discovered a stronger people or do they just hot run, run back <laughs> run the other they way? Don't talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it tends to be like, as technology advances, you know, it's the same thing if fucking aliens found us. Like, as technology and sailing and navigation advanced, the civilizations that did that tended to have better militaries. And But then what if we what if we discovered a planet of aliens that were, like, you know, not very bright? Like, they were just, like, not, like, Down syndrome, but, like, really stupid? I don't know. We might be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, actually, you can do my laundry. <laughs> oh yeah, you know? I think. Would you do? Would you enslave? Would you try to enslave them if you thought they were no. less no. than you? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't, but some people would. A lot of people would. A lot of people would, and the more people doing it, you'd be like, "Oh, I guess this is okay." I just always find it interesting because it's there is the the stories of the natives seeing the ships come. They can't even make out what it is, right? Or, or And then, well, I guess that's also more like the pilgrims arriving and stuff. But same idea, right? Is And you're seeing these white, you know, white men, whatever, that you've never seen before. But at the same time, the white guys don't know what these people... It's It, it truly is like meeting someone from another planet. Both sides are petrified right. that first few days, right? Yes, yeah, so you're saying the... the- the colonizers like it, were good people, and they were just kind of, like, scared. Dude, even now, you're like, like, there's people who, quite like, when you go, like, I don't know if they got magic, pa- like, you don't think white people believed in magic back then? Like, everything was a worry. There's no proof of much back then. Yeah. So I go, what if these people know a secret magic? I'd be mm-hmm. petrified. I'd want to turn around just seeing people. Mm-hmm. The natives are like, these white men are gods. They all have podcasts and do stand-up <laughs> <Yeah>. comedy. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Can I help you set up your equipment? <laughs> Christopher Columbus murdered the only people impressed by the I fact was, that you have a podcast. I was I could manage your YouTube for you. I would do it for free. Just it would be, a, be an honor to work with you guys. <laughs> yeah, all right, sure. Can I bring you a seltzer before you tape your episode? 
<laughs> and then Deb's like, who the fuck is this? I'm the one who sets up the equipment <laughs> and brings you seltzers. But yeah, I mean, it's a... I don't know. It's it's a very depressing... You know, you don't want to attribute too much to human nature because that assumes it's unchangeable. But right. if you read history, yeah. you will see again and again through thousands of years, uh, stronger civilizations exploit, rape, murder, conquer, and sometimes extirpate weaker ones. Mm-hmm. And that's not... You know, you would think that as enlightened, nice people, mm-hmm. we would just always, you know, you, you see, not do that. You would not like you see somebody Stop doing that. Right. You see somebody with Down syndrome, you wouldn't just rob them. Mm-hmm. But on a societal level. That's so easy, though. And they're just holding the money right in their hand if they bought their ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But and that's I, I don't want to. That analogy's not literal. I'm not saying natives have Down syndrome. Yeah. But they didn't have guns and ships right, and right, cannon right, right, and that kind of right, shit. Right. Um, so <clears throat> it's just like when you're setting out and you're just looking for profit. Yeah. You know, we did an episode about the Belgians. They did the same thing in the Congo. Yeah. Uh, 400 did, years later. But they had stuff that doesn't, that, uh, that isn't really valued by our society. Like they, like I heard that the Comanches, when they assimilated, like they never really understood the concept of wealth because they were all just like, eh, no, we just kind of like share the land. They had like a cool, they knew how to like enjoy life. They had like a cool lifestyle. I mean, they had slaves too. They Comanches were the work. ones that were sick with the horses, right? They yeah, could like ride so. under the horse and stuff. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's funny when you look at the history of like, you know, the frontier and America expanding and everything like that, it doesn't seem like it seems like this was always inevitable. These big conflicts were always kind of inevitable. Yeah. I mean, uh, as long as people have things that you want, not that you want, but that can make you more powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always going to be somebody in society who's going to step forward and try to take things that make them more powerful. Mm hmm. Um, until we fix human society. Right. Now, my question is, how do the three of us get more powerful? <laughs> I'm more of a Johnny Appleseed. I, yeah. I, I, will, I will travel the frontier, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just dropping... Oh, you're just there to plant apples? Yeah, I'm just there yeah. to wear a fucking pot on my head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, Johnny Appleseed's a real guy, right? Yeah. Real quick, yeah. yeah. A real guy who wore a pot on his head. He wore a pot on his head? Yeah, for real. Uh-huh. People said, I think it was like a way to combat lice back then, though. Hmm. It was a way of, like, interacting with people mm-hmm. without having lice jump on them. What did he do? He just, planted, pot, he just planted seeds? Yeah, he he did own some land, I think, but I don't know. He was... He was some type of religion that was like he was vegan back then. He was all he these was? things. Yeah, he never got married because he believed he believed he would meet his wife in heaven because mm-hmm. he couldn't find her here. He was like mm-hmm. some type of mm-hmm. you know gay guy. Y- yeah, he reminds me of yeah Mr. Roper. Like was he was Mr. Roper gay and who was the gay one in Three's Company? Oh, I don't know. Or maybe there wasn't. Yeah, John Ritter pretended to be gay, right? I think so. Well, anyway, yeah, yeah. He reminds me of like a se- like a like a seven. You remember, remember like. It's hard to explain because it doesn't exist anymore. But back in the day, there was like a t- the only type of out gay guy was like an out gay guy. It meant so you could do an impression of an out gay guy. It sounded mm-hmm. like a specific guy. That's how mm-hmm. I picture Johnny Appleseed, mm-hmm. like a flamboyant, silly gay mm-hmm. guy. He's just throwing apples. Just throwing like, seeds like Rip everywhere. Taylor. He's just throwing apple seeds yes. at people. Yeah. Yes, he is Rip Taylor. Yeah, exactly. Instead of confetti, it's apple seeds. I've always pictured him like that. Okay. 
It's interesting how your brain gets to these places. <laughs> just, well, you hear uh, a guy never gets married. He wears a pot on his he head, and he's head, like yeah. genuinely wants to just like travel the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you go back then. That's you're yeah. just gay, probably. Yeah, which is cool. I'll just meet my wife in heaven. Yeah, I'll just meet her in heaven. Yeah. All right. But nice. I, you know, I think it's an interesting. Di- I think it's an interesting <laughs> dichotomy, essentially, where we should have an Italian American holiday mm-hmm. but it just so happens the guy who was picked because early italian immigrants were facing discrimination and they yep. wanted to identify with america happened to be a murderer and a rapist and you know a criminal and all that so it's like the irish have do you think that was it, conscious or they just like didn't know people just didn't probably know. probably the mythology was different then because i think yeah. that a lot of uh columbus scholarship is actually pretty modern because they were able to get in the archives in spain like uh. really relatively recently yeah um, but you know, it seems like Columbus apologists will be like, no, but he was like really good at sailing. <coughs> That's kind of like how they justify. Yeah. They're like, no, nobody could have done that. Well, exploration is really cool. I yeah. mean, it takes balls. Right. It's the same as going to space or whatever at that time. In 50 years, people will be like, no, Chris D'Elia was really good at comedy. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, let's. So, Irish, we have St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, but you don't get off work for St. Patrick's That's Day. That's true. It's mm. not, not a federal month. day. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the sucks, Irish. Sucks for you. The <laughs> Irish are fortunate that we were too stupid to learn how to sail. Yeah. So we don't have a murderer and a rapist for our national icon in America. Right. You just have a guy that, like, did something with snakes. He drove the snakes out of Ireland. Yeah. How did, did he do that? Did Irish people Miracles? ever explore shit? <laughs> not really. We were like, one crop's Just like good the, enough. In, the inside of a bottle, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Just the inside of a Glenlivet bottle. Just an Just, altar boy's asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would just explore their wife's face with their fists. <laughs> Is the Blarney exploit, Stone in Ireland? Explore, their, explore the, the, the shallow grave they, they dug for four out of their eight kids. <laughs> <laughs> the Blarney Stone, but it's all the guy. Originally, it was all the guys would go kiss the rock because it was hotter than their wives. <laughs> Let's go fuck the Blarney Stone. Leave me alone, bitch. <laughs> me and the boys are going to go to the Blarney Stone <laughs> just to fuck something more interesting than their wives. <laughs> you know, I work yeah. my fucking ass off for this family. I'm gonna go fucking hump, hump the Blarney Stone. Let me go fuck a rock. <laughs> you cunt. <laughs> you cunt. You cunt. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, James Joyce got his first hand job from the Blarney Stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it seems like Irish people have like been exploited, you know, because they're like the weaker uh, yeah. group compared to the British. But but you do have like a better culture, probably. People like the Irish a lot more. The Irish are very well liked. It seems like. Yeah, but I I think it's interesting where you know I wanted to be Irish so bad when I was a kid. I would tell people I was Irish because I was embarrassed about being Italian. I'm a little bit Irish, like an eighth Irish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Italians have great history, or particularly Italian-Americans. You know, mm. you made the best movies mm-hmm. and the best TV show. Which um, one was that? Sopranos. Oh, okay. Talking about Broad City? <laughs> that, too. Yeah. You have an interesting uh, topic to, you know. The mafia. The mafia. That's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, the mafia is interesting. Yeah, but it's not just the mafia. It's just the mafia. Mike. It is just the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> and the food's good. It's the mafia and the food is the good. The mafia and the food, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, I guess the mafia, it's like it serves as a device for like heightened conflict. Mm. You know? Like the the conflict is much higher and it's more 
life and death, and it's more uh, what is it like? What's the how do you describe like when something is more like animalistic? I guess it's animalistic. Yeah, it's 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 Catches, not as catch can. Right. Is that a saying? That's a saying, right? Yeah, it's not as complicated as modern society because right. you know we're we're still this evolutionary wise. We're still the same species we were when we lived in small tribes. Yeah. So if you're in the mafia, well, you got a family, you got a tribe, mm-hmm. you protect your tribe, mm-hmm. you don't trust outsiders, you know. Right. And that kind of that is much simpler than whatever the fuck modern society is. Right. Right. It's a lot. Yeah. It's just like more clear. Yeah. Especially if your brain's not as developed, that just kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But, and also just, I wanted to say something about the mafia and I want to do a future episode about this, but uh, uh, Peter Dale Scott is, I've talked about him before. He's my favorite researcher, but I think what has really kind of helped me understand U.S. society better is to not think of the mafia as something outside of society, but to think instead about uh, the mafia as part of this kind of axis between, in the post-war U.S., between the intelligence agencies and big business, mm-hmm. where the mafia is, is very useful. So what's, what's really interesting to actually study is the interlinks between those three, big business, the intelligence agencies, and the mafia, uh-huh. because you have various points at which they will meet up and you know try to kill castro but also Mm. run drugs and do all sorts of shit Mm. so it's it's just like this is actually what the ruling society is there's you know three different little factions of it but they do link and join hands and have common interests and work together to achieve those things Mm -hmm. so i guess just the way the mafia is portrayed in in common american media uh is that it's outside of american society when it's actually very much a part part of american American society. society yeah yeah and then when they couldn't be of any more use, what'd they do? They called that fucking schmuck Giuliani and had them all thrown in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you feel good about yourself. Is there anybody with less dignity than Rudy Giuliani? No, dude. Those, uh, those constant embarrassing moments when he was Trump's lawyer yeah. uh, two years ago, whenever that was, was yeah. dude, when, when his hair was, the hair dye was dripping down his face, that yeah. was the coolest shit ever. Yeah. He's on Cameo now. For like 300 bucks, he can do, he'll do a Cameo for you. Him and Andy Kindler. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess now that you're older, Mike, do you have you have pride in your Italian heritage, right? Um, I guess to a, to a degree. I mean, I you know on on there's a lot of Italians on TikTok, and it's very embarrassing. So and it's a lot of like uh, just stereotypical, like yeah, you know, yeah, I'm a, so we, I'm Italian, so we gotta have the sauce and the mozzarella and the and it's like you don't really, you've never, you don't even, you're not, you've never questioned who you are as, or had any, you know. So I, I think I've, I think I'm trying to get away from that a little bit. Yeah, you know that that Italian stuff because people do the people will make it the, their whole personality. Hmm. And then you see, like on TikTok, it's like it's just a guy being loud. There's actually in the soprano in the Sopranos episode of um, the Columbus episode, the opening line because I watched it a couple of days ago. A car drives by, and Patsy just goes, "Hey, Massachusetts!" <laughs> and I feel like that is a lot, like a good. That's a lot of a big part of Italian culture is like just making noise, <laughs> just like making random noises. And you go like, "Hey, how you doing? Take it easy." But you 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 don't really even like think about what you're saying or who you are, or, like anything. <laughs> so you have, to, if you're Italian, you got to be careful that you don't fall into that. You have to be more. You have to separate yourself from the the culture, which is a good culture. 
I was thinking it was kind of ominous that we decided to do an episode about the subject of the worst episode of The Sopranos. Was that the worst episode? The Columbus Day, I think so. You most, think? Most critics would say so. I mean, you know, not to appeal to consensus, but it was definitely a oh, bad cr- one. Was it? Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I watched like, it a couple of days ago. Well, that's the thing. But like, what do they even, say? Why do they say it's bad? It's just kind of corny, and they say that thing mm-hmm. where um, uh, Joey uh, Ralphie, you know, says that they're going to expose the native uh, teardrop guy mm-hmm. as uh, not actually native. Mm-hmm. You say uh, that, that's common knowledge. Nobody would yeah. care about that. That right. you can't blackmail people with that. Yeah, he does it, and then the the professor is like, "Do people know about this?" <laughs> He's like nervous. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just a testament to how good The Sopranos is that even a bad episode is better than it's almost good, any yeah. television you'll see, yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of enjoyed... I thought it was fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. The episode after that is the episode where Johnny Sack wants to kill Ralph for the joke. Oh, yeah. And that episode is almost like its own movie. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, that's what Chase said. He wanted to make a one-hour movie with each episode. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then he made a two-hour movie that... Should should be fucking erased from everyone's. That was the worst uh, episode. Yeah, that was the worst episode. (laughs) That's true. Actually, when you count the movie, yeah, many saints in Newark. Yeah, Yeah, don't make movies. Even like Columbus's men were writing back to Spain, right? Being like, "This guy's a lot." Look, Mm. I'm a rapist, but I'm not this much of a fucking rapist. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking like just one or two. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Oreo. He's Columbus is the guy who eats the whole bag of Oreos. (laughs) <laughs> but it's uh yeah yeah well you got to put it in context because like you know raping like a 10 year old like when they only live to 30 that's like a 30 year old sean are you like a le- are you like a legitimate like psychopath <laughs> you gotta put things in legitimate historical context <laughs> what you like we're joking around and sean says the craziest the craziest it, shit. Well, it is Sean's like the guy from the, the bank heist movie <laughs> that just shoots a teller in the head. He's like, what? She was talking. I told her not to talk. So I, you know, I shot her in the head. All right. Well, I shot her in the head. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Pink from Reservoir Dogs. Mr. Yellow. Mr. Yellow. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Buscemi is Mr. Pink. Yeah. Well. Um, I definitely recommend if you, if you oh you <laughs> no, you haven't seen the show I, I have seen the show I don't remember oh, okay. recall a lot a lot of episodes okay well if you haven't seen the show that's a great place to start season four episode four right after the Columbus Day episode um, but just to talk about like Columbus Day a little bit more because like I said this is an ongoing controversy and I think it's going to keep developing mm-hmm. but I, I think it's something where so much of the uh, culture war is just a dis- it's a distraction but it's a never ending distraction that's like so many people on both sides of the left and right they make their money by like always pushing these things that there's never going to be a settlement here yeah. um, but I think uh, I just wanted to mention in terms of this pop history of, cult- of Columbus Day because I did also see like some Twitter stuff and people say you know uh, people will talk about this uh, Italian fascist guy. His name was uh, Generoso Pope. Uh, he owned a bunch of Italian newspapers in the 1930s, Italian language, you know, particularly New York. He was a big Mussolini supporter. He was a fascist, and he's a major lobbyer for Columbus Day. And there was an Italian political machine in New York that Franklin Roosevelt, who was the former governor of New York, he, of course, knew about. So he gave the presidential proclamation that created, or that, honored Columbus Day, but didn't make it a federal holiday. And I just saw that going around Twitter, people saying, 
Franklin Roosevelt made Columbus Day a federal holiday because of this Italian fashion. It's not quite that simple, but it is interesting where Roosevelt proclaimed the the holiday, but that's exactly what Joe Biden just did with Indigenous Peoples Day. Just last year, he became the first president to proclaim it. It's mm. not a declared, signed into law federal holiday, but he has this proclamation. Now, so, now look, man, these they, these guineas, they need to shut the fuck up with this Columbus stuff, man. I, I'm, I'm tired of listening to them. I mean, all they, all they goddamn do is complain. We got some wops over here in the back. Gino, where are you? Raise your, raise your hand. They, they need to shut the fuck up. But, yeah, so... I guess it's just something where Indigenous Peoples Day in the United States, it started in 1992 in Berkeley, California, mm. and it spread to a lot of, you know, let's say very uh, Democrat stronghold cities. Yeah. Um, but particularly more... A lot of the, sanctuary cities. Yeah, on, on the West Coast. Like, in the East Coast, there's still pretty large Italian uh, diaspora, mm. but it's becoming this, this conflict. And you guys remember, after um, the George Floyd stuff, there was all this stuff with the statues. So people were tearing down these Columbus statues, or in New York, they had to put up uh, 24-hour security around uh, two Columbus statues, one at Columbus Circle and one in Central Park, would just have, you know, NYPD by them all the time. They've mm -hmm. since left, but it was like a year and a half, two years. And it's just becoming this real focal point. I watched a Jesse Waters show on Fox News on Columbus Day, and he had a segment where he just went out to Little Italy and just put micro a microphone in the face of uh, belligerent Italians and asked them, like, what would you do if you saw the natives? And like, I would bake them a risotto, something like that. Uh -huh. But, you know, and, and just being like, you know, Columbus was a great American, Indigenous Heritage Day, what is that? You know? Yeah. Uh, but so the point is, it, it's just kind of becoming this battlefield, and, and I guess I'm not sure. I'm not Italian, so I don't have any strong feelings about it. I just they don't. I, I don't they have don't, strong feelings. I don't feelings think they about, actually no, do. I think no. it's an art. It's a thing to argue about. We just about. like to yell and make. We just like to make noise, dude. It's a really tough thing because you go, no, we should honor this guy who discovered America, and then he doesn't. But he didn't, and then so you yeah. go, I don't know. What yeah. do we do then? He didn't even do any of the shit we claim he did. Yeah, he just fucking hopped around the. Well, he was the, good. At, he was the good Caribbean. At he was good at sailing. Yeah, and that's that's sick, you know. Yeah, that's cool. It's like yeah. you just like like do like a highlight video of his sick sailing. Yeah, like awesome. The problem with Columbus is there's not really uh, that many other Italians we could name the holiday after, though. When you think about it, there's uh, Super you got, Mario, you got, dude. Change it. That's to Super not a real Mario. person. Don't be. And, but don't Columbus be, didn't do shit. Stop though. being silly. But he didn't do nothing. Scott, you're making you're, having, <laughs> you're making a mockery. You're having too much fun here. Okay. <laughs> Scott. Dude, it's not my fault that this, the second most because famous like, person after Columbus is not real. That's that's your <laughs> fault. That's your DNA's fault. That's not the second most famous. I mean, I'm saying we, have, the second most well, we have Frank Sinatra, but he like, you know, beat his wife. We got Robert De Niro, but he I don't likes, believe Sinatra was Italian. We got Robert De Niro, but he likes the, you know, the you know what's too much. So he can't be our... <laughs> <laughs> he married too many. That's what, my, that's what my grandmother used to say about Robert De Niro. She was like, you know, he is a good actor, but he married too many black women. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then who? Yeah, who do we? Who do you name the, the thing after? You got no one. Pacino? You got Pesci. You got Pesci. Pesci. Joe Pesci Day. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, people have suggested the Amer- uh, Amerigo Vespucci, but like nobody knows who that is. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I know they named it after him. He sounds like, like a did, painter, though. They named America after him, but you know, for whatever reason, Columbus was more in the popular consciousness, probably because he was more famous at the at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, what I thought was interesting, also, uh, Franklin Roosevelt. Um, not everybody knows they did actually round when he interned the Japanese. They actually did round up some Italians and Germans. They rounded up much more Japanese. But the actual proclamation or the actual executive order that was round up and interned the Japanese, it never says the word Japanese in the document. What it was was in uh, in the West Coast, there were a lot of white businessmen who were very jealous of successful Japanese uh, businessmen and, you know, small businesses. Mm. So they saw an opportunity to get them all thrown into camps and buy their properties up at fire sales, which is exactly what happened. Wow. So they lobbied the federal government. And then after World War II... What, st- how do you lobby the federal government <laughs> for something money. like that? Yeah, I know. But like somebody has to say, somebody has to say, all right, guys, thanks for meeting with me. Um, listen, <laughs> the Japanese people, okay? <laughs> Can we put them in camps? <laughs> like who is the mouthpiece for that, organiz- for that movement? You're right. That is an interesting question as to how that works. But I would imagine, yeah. you know, you take... Uh, politicians, but they were out. successful Japanese businessmen. Yeah, on the West Coast at the around the time of World War. II, See, I yes. wouldn't have been like I. I know he drives a nice car and everything, but I heard he likes to shit on his daughter <laughs> and put it on videotape. <laughs> that would have been a more <laughs> look. We we don't got to intern him. We'll just give him katanas them, and right. they'll kill themselves. No, but, but putting them in camps, that's like so just on the nose. You know, if I had like an enemy, if there was like another moving company. <laughs> And I was like, oh, we got to put them in camps. It's too much. Just do give better service. So they, they did successfully lobby, and they got the Japanese put in camps, and Roosevelt signs this uh, executive order to intern, quote-unquote, enemy aliens. But uh, this is 1942. It just so happens that the Italians that they interned, they had them all rounded up on Columbus Day, which uh-huh. I thought was kind of funny. Just like, I don't know, maybe they were all out celebrating. They're like, oh, this is a good chance to nab them. Mm -hmm. But they did actually in turn, you know, a few thousand Germans and Italians, though apparently most of them were let go before the war ended, whereas the Japanese were kept much longer. Mm. Oh, they were kept long after the war ended? Well, they were kept until the war ended, most of them. Uh, Before we go, I did want to tell this story uh, that I shared with you guys in the chat just about uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot Mm -hmm. and like these, uh, these Columbus Day protests... Because this is putting people up against each other. But uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, she's the mayor of Chicago, and she's being sued over this right now. Oh, boy. There's an article in the Daily Beast can, about can this. Can they stop being such fucking snowflakes? Uh, I, thought you, I thought we believed in free speech in this country. So the, the, Columbus Day got him amped. This yeah. guy <laughs> this guy named uh, George Simarinatis, uh, uh, he worked for the Chicago uh, Park District as deputy general counsel. He says that uh, there was this plan to include the Christopher Columbus statue during the annual parade, uh, the Chicago Parade for the City's Italians Americans. Um, and basically, he and some of the others struck up a deal with the Italians or Italian Americans for the parade where it's like, okay, you can have the Columbus statue, but it has to come at the end and there'll be no announcement or something like that. Uh, let me just see if I get the actual details. Uh, yeah, the uh, quoting from the Daily Beast. The community would be allowed to include the statue of Columbus during their annual parade, but Columbus would have to ride last and would be kept concealed until the very end. Uh, and then continue. <laughs> That's the big reveal at the end of the parade. They're <laughs> like, special guests. It's a Christopher Columbus statue. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's him with it's Christopher Columbus with, with an erection, <laughs> just for some reason. Uh, <laughs> that's how we fix it. You don't knock down the statues. You put a yeah. statue of a native next to him, right? With a bigger dick. With there a bigger we go. dick. Call back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Wait, he's got a bigger dick than Columbus. <laughs> they, they, they're destroying history. <laughs> it is funny how they're able to get people riled up for like really bad people. Yeah, which must be by design, right? Yeah, I don't even think it's the bad people. I it, it's just it was a tradition, and then people like to get mad about shit. That's yeah, it. but it's got to be very deliberate that that we prop up these. Very these people who did really bad things. Well, I think who else do you prop up? People who do good things don't get recognized. People do good. It's like let let's put a statue up for the guy who helped the neighbor. That doesn't happen, you know. You put the statue up. Yeah, but for there's the guy a lot. But if you, yeah, but yeah, but there's a ton of people evil and, and awful. Yeah, but there's a, in, if you look at history, there's probably a ton of like honorable, decent people who did last good hundred stuff. years. Maybe the thing, the the problem. The, I think the system <laughs> wants to. I think the system wants to prop up these people because then it it perpetuates that the conflict. So they go, look, it's Robert E. Lee. What a great man, you know, or whatever, whatever slave trader. And then when they take the statue down, people go, oh, what? are you kidding me? I that was the yeah. <laughs> that was the guy that invented slavery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the white man who came up with slavery. Yeah, yeah, he invented slavery. But hold on a, a second, because you got to read your history about this stuff. People don't know the history. He was a product of his time. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to and then the people who get mad at you, you you can demonize them and you know, it's like, oh, the left is crazy. The left wants to erase history. And then you keep that conflict going. But no, actually, I you know, I've been conflicted about this because I do think like in the case of uh, the statues we're talking about with George Floyd, a lot of them were put up in the South during the civil rights movement they were put up as statues action. of george floyd well no 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 the the statues that were torn down after right. the george oh, floyd yeah, the george floyd thing yeah you know, some of the state yeah, yeah, yeah. Took them down some of the and they're very cheaply built they yeah. come down very easily they're not there it's like yeah so it's like the thing is in my opinion i understand statues that were put up specifically to intimidate civil mm-hmm. rights activists right those should be taken down mm-hmm. but the stuff like uh the uh not the Met, what's the other one? The Natural History Museum in New York. Mm-hmm. They had that statue of Theodore Roosevelt with the native and the slave, and mm-hmm. it's kind of racist. Well, they took that down. And, and something, in my opinion, I think once you get maybe more than 100 years, yeah, maybe you're grandfathered in. And it's, I feel the same way about Columbus Day, where, in my opinion, the most important thing is a federal holiday. We should just have more of them. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Columbus did mean something to Italian-American communities in the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm I'm very hesitant to just go tearing down traditions willy-nilly, even if it is a shitty guy. Right, right. Um, and I think when I mentioned the NGOs earlier, I think a lot of a lot of modern cultural and so-called political discourse is just about pushing these lines constantly and yeah. until you meet resistance and then people on the right get paid to argue about it but people on the left get paid to argue about it and nothing ever changes yeah or nothing that matters ever changes the money never changes the money's the important thing sure well you know what can change is uh my living situation if you guys donate to patreon 
Uh, so go to patreon.com slash pod. People don't, people sometimes don't know how to set up their Patreon account. It's very easy. Go to patreon.com, log in, create your account, search for Out for Smokes Pod, and for $5 a month, you can access our premium content, which is an extra episode every week. Yeah, and just to finish the Lori Lightfoot story mm-hmm. from the yeah, Daily yeah, yeah. from the Daily Beast article, like we said, they were going to have Columbus come out the end, but apparently Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, gets on a Zoom call with this guy who's now suing her, and uh, just quoting from this lawsuit he filed, she said to him, "Quote, you dicks, what the fuck were you thinking?" Quote, you make some kind of secret agreement with Italians. You are out there measuring your dicks with the Italians, seeing who's got the bigger dick, the biggest dicks. Quote, you are all out there stroking your dicks over the Columbus statue. Quote, my dick is bigger than yours and the Italians. I have the biggest dick in Chicago. End quote. <laughs> and she also berated him and said, like, where did you go to law school? Did you even go to law school? Do you even have a law license? Uh, and told him to get that fucking statue back before noon and also threatened at some point to yank the Italian-Americans parade permit. And then this guy resigned from the Parks Department and sued Wait, so she wanted the statue removed from the parade? Yes. Okay. And she said that she has a bigger dick than him mm-hmm. and all the Italian-Americans. She knew exactly how to mm-hmm. hurt him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. According to the lawsuit. Yeah, she's basically like Tony Soprano in a lot of ways, you know? She's like John Gotti. She t- she stood up, She you know? She stood up for what she believed in. Yeah. So you got to respect her. So we stand Lori Lightfoot. Yeah. That sounds like a native's name, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's getting, she's getting Lori revenge. Lori Lightfoot sounds like the, na- the name of a native in a movie. Right. No. On behalf of the bigger dicked peoples. Thanks, Scott. That was such a great point that you just <laughs> made. Isn't that a great point? That's such an awesome point. Lightfoot. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. small heart or whatever their names were. Not small yeah. heart. It wasn't <laughs> conditions. They were named after conditions they had. Yeah. <laughs> heart palpitations. Lori Heavy Shoes. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. But in summary, this is a live wire cultural debate. And I would mm. be curious if people want to sound off in the cl- in the comments. Yeah. What rules about the Columbus Day argument, and it makes me so happy that Italians are the ones who have to argue it most of the time, mm. is it is one of those like core things you remember learning in grade school. So you just sound like a little kid talking about it. Yeah, no exactly. What, yeah. It sounds like you're talking about crayons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just love that the only thing the Italians get to argue about in this country yeah. is something that makes them sound like they're in second grade. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just a question of, like, how much do we want to lean on the side of tradition, things that people have been doing more than 100 years, and how much do we want to not venerate rapists and murderers? Mm -hmm. Should we have Columbus Day, but, you know, like, hey, he was an explorer, but he was also a rapist and a criminal day or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, just put a little disclaimer. (laughs) Put one of those... uh, uh, those little white uh, disclaimers like the episode of Mad Men where they do the blackface or, you know. Right. So, you know, uh, I'm interested in your opinions. Feel well, for- definitely don't do an indigenous people holiday. I just want to say that right off the bat. That's how I, how I feel. No indigenous people. Ho- or do it a different day. Yeah. It's like building a mosque at ground zero. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> don't well, do that. I well, walked past it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Last episode. After you know what's recorded. funny? It wasn't even a mo- it's like an Islamic community center and it wasn't even at ground zero. It was in lower. It was like near the World Trade Center. They're like, they're, like, they're, they're right on top of the rubbish. Well, it, they're look, building a mosque. It, it's very close, but there's also 
two churches like right up its yeah, ass yeah, too. Yeah. So you just <laughs> like that, constructed yeah. it with firefighters' bones. Yeah, yeah. Entirely. Exactly. And the foundation. Oh man, I'll tell a story before we head out. So I walked past the World Trade Center the other night and I don't I don't drink often, mm-hmm. but I had to take a shit. Started doing Columbus. But have you ever gone into a bar and had a drink just to take a shit? Probably. Yeah. So I've never done that before. Um and I had to shit so bad, so I walk in, and I go, can I get a shot? Mm-hmm. And there's no one in the bar, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to get something quick so I could take a shit. And I take the shot, mm-hmm. and I get drunk like two minutes later. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm just drunk in this bar taking a shit for mm-hmm. 45 minutes, and the guy checks in on me, and I'm just wasted taking a shit. <sighs> From one shot? From one shot, I got wasted. That's fine. And I think that's going to be my new thing now. Instead of like buying a bag of chips somewhere to take a shit, yeah. you take a shot. Mm-hmm. I get drunk off of one shot, and now mm-hmm. I'm wasted taking a dump. It was like one of the most fun things I've done since pandemic, yeah. I think. That's going to be my new thing. Nice. Everybody else, follow suit. Yeah. We, go to, we could go to a bar right now shot, if though. you want to. Oh, you got parenting tonight. And we get shit together? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to head out. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we'll shit together another <laughs> we'll time. We'll shit together another time. Guys, thanks for listening. Patreon.com slash Smokes Pod. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.